listening to the Abounding Faith for Today podcast. Inspiration for you as you walk by abounding faith, hope, and love, and live your God-given dreams. Hey everyone, this is Nancy, and welcome to today's Fuel Your Faith chat. Today's episode is very special because as a nation, we have reached a critical point in the pandemic. I don't know about you, but I'm getting notices about friends being affected by this virus, whether it's a loved one that has passed away or whether they are fighting the virus themselves. And even a dear sweet lady from my previous home church, I just got news yesterday that she passed away. So it is a somber time in our nation's history and in this pandemic. And we have been warned that the next two weeks are gonna be very brutal. Now, of course, it's not all gloom and doom, but this message today is twofold. One, I'd like to address those of you who have lost a loved one. There's a lot of pain and hurt going on, and I want to remind you that God is the God of comfort. And I'm praying that the compassion that you receive from God, that you'll be able to receive it and also to help others during their time of need as well. And also, I'd then like to talk to those of you who are currently either fighting the virus or are on the front lines or are doing your part by staying home and practicing social distancing and watching what's going on around. So for now, I'd like to address those of you who have lost a loved one. I'd like to say that I'm so sorry for your loss. I know that that loved one meant so much to you and that your loved one was not just a number. I know the tally changes and all we hear are numbers, but I want to acknowledge that your loved one meant something and they will live on in memories. And even though we can't get together physically and celebrate the lives of all those who are lost, there will come a time when we can. And so I want to encourage you and remind you that God is close to the brokenhearted. And like I said, he's the God of, the, of great compassion. And the Bible does say that he turns our tears into dancing. So I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. And I want to remind especially believers that the Bible says that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And that we have a future in, in heaven with our Heavenly Father because of the Christ that Jesus paid on the cross. It is Holy Week. Today is Wednesday, and we will be remembering Good Friday and the sacrifice that Jesus paid on the cross. And when he took our sins on the cross, he conquered sin and death. He died, but then he rose again, and that's what we're going to be celebrating in just a few days. This Sunday, we're going to be celebrating Easter or Resurrection Sunday. And so I want to encourage you, believers, that Because Jesus lives, we live. So I'd like to pray for you, especially those of you, as I said, who are hurting. So allow me to pray for you. Father God, I lift up my friend to you, Lord, and I pray that you would draw near to them. And as you 
draw near to them, let them draw near to you and let them feel your love and your presence, Father. I thank you that you have them in the palm of your hands and you love them, Lord, and you see every tear, Father, and you were even with their loved ones, Lord, in those last moments, Father. And so I thank you, Lord, that you are the glory and the lifter of our heads, Lord. Comfort them, Father. Fill them with your love and your grace and your peace, that peace that passes understanding, Father. And I pray that you would reveal yourself to them in such a special and mighty way, Father, and that they would feel your love and that they would feel your peace and that they would smile and rejoice at the memories with their loved ones, Father. I thank you, Lord, because you are an awesome God and you are a good, good Father and you love your children and you are with them, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that you would visit them even now, Lord Jesus. I thank you and I ask us all in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And so don't go anywhere, though, because this message is for the rest of us who are still here and are trying to process everything and are possibly going through uh, so many different emotions, including shock and awe and um, sadness and um, maybe denial even. Um, but I want to encourage you and for those of you who may be fighting this virus, I want to pray for you and encourage you and for those who are on the front lines and for those who are at home. Um, there's just so much to pray for, but no matter where you are, you're seeing your community affected, your state affected, your country affected. But I want to remind you to keep your eyes on Jesus. And I'm going to be sharing a psalm with you that's very appropriate for this time, is very well known. And what's interesting is that this psalm is usually read during funerals but really it's for the living and so we're going to be taking a look a look at psalm 23 from the niv so i'll give you a moment to look it up if you want to read along with me i'm going to read it to you and then I'm also, we're also going to pray through it okay so uh bear with me one moment we're looking at psalm 23 it's a psalm of david and we know that david was a shepherd boy and that he tended sheep for his father. And it's believed that he might have written this psalm later on in his life just to recall and to recount um, the faithfulness of God. And if you know much about David's life, you know that he went through many trials and tribulations from fighting Goliath to running from Saul to also being on the run from one of his sons. Just so much that he went through and yet he made it through. God brought him through, but also he made time, he set aside time to write down his thoughts, and these are worship songs unto the Lord. And so I'm going to read some verses to you, and then we're going to stop and talk about it. But from the NIV, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Let's stop right there. That's verses 1 through Three. And as I'm reading it, I want you to receive it for yourself. And we're going to look at some of it. Uh, bear with me. Uh, but many years ago, I learned this from my previous dear late senior pastor, Pastor Johansson. And he would talk about how when he was up at night or uh, when he wanted to fill his mind with scripture, he would go through verses and just really chew on each word. And so this is how he showed us. And I'd like to show you as well. Uh, bear with me. We'll, we'll be doing this uh, for a few of the sentences or the verses. So this is what he showed us to do. So he would say, the Lord is my shepherd. 
Who is my shepherd? The Lord. Who is the Lord? He's God Almighty. He's creator of heaven and earth. He is El Shaddai. He's the great I am. And he is my shepherd? Me? Who am I? Insignificant me? He's my shepherd? And what does a shepherd do? He is the one who provides and protects and loves his sheep. And if you think of Jesus, who is the good shepherd, so the Lord is my shepherd, or you could even add your name, I'll add my name. So the Lord is Nancy's shepherd. I lack nothing. So yes, are there things that we want? Do we have goals and dreams and desires? Yes, but God will give those to us. If they're godly, they will come to pass in the right timing, but we lack nothing. And I want you to remember that, especially for those of you who may be afraid because of what's going on with your job situation or with your food situation or anything else that may be um, hindering you and keeping you up at night and, and bringing anxious thoughts to you. The Lord is your shepherd and you lack nothing. He makes you to lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside quiet waters. He refreshes your soul. I love how that just talks about resting in him, abiding in him, and just being at peace. I pray that it, it is well with your soul no matter what is going on all around us. I pray that it was it would still be well with your soul. He wants you to lie down in green pastures, not to be in denial about what's going on, but to be at peace knowing that your shepherd is watching over you. Amen. Now, just because he's leading and guiding us, and I love it, it says that he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. So the good shepherd, God, is leading us and guiding us, but that doesn't mean that everything is going to be a picnic or roses. We're in a storm right now. We're in a crisis time. And so if we read on, it says, even though I walk through the darkest valley or the valley of the shadow of death, depending on the translation you're looking at, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So I want you to really receive that. It says, even though I walk through the darkest valley or the valley of the shadow of death. So we go through turbulent times. We go through trials and tribulations. Jesus promised we would go through that. But, and many times it may not lead to death. It's just something that's very traumatic and tragic. But either way, it says that he leads us through it. And it says that we don't have to fear evil. Why? Because your rod and your because you are with me and your rod and your staff they comfort me. So remember, God, the good shepherd is with you no matter what situation you find yourself in, no matter where you're listening to this, no matter what season of life you're in, God is with you. And that's why you don't have to fear. I know it's easier said than done, but I really want you to receive that. And so we continue on. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I love those verses because it shows that God is in control. He is sovereign. His will will be done. And he fills us until we overflow. So I pray that you are overflowing with joy and with peace and with health and with blessings. That you're overflowing and that you can overflow into others so that you can encourage them as well. And so the last verses, starting at verse six, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, or goodness and mercy in some translations. 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I love that the Bible says that all our days are ordained by God before even one came to pass. God knows exactly how many breaths you'll take. He knows exactly when he's calling you home and you're not going to leave one day sooner or one day later than what God has ordained. Amen. And in the meantime, look around. Goodness and mercy or goodness and love are following you all the days of your life. And we know that we are just passing through. The Bible says that our life is just a vapor and our eternal home is in heaven with our heavenly father. Amen. That is Psalm 23 in a nutshell. There are songs written about it. You can read it in different translations. I encourage you to read it out loud, to memorize it, to meditate on it, to make it your own. And I pray that you are encouraged both now and in the days to come. And no matter what report comes your way, I pray that you'll be an encouragement to your family and friends as you're getting notices about what they're going through as well. And we just need to remember that God is in control. He's sovereign. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. And He will see us through. And He promises to make all things work together for our good. I know we don't see it right now, but God sees the whole picture. So I would like to pray for you. But before that, I would like to encourage you to stay connected with Abounding Faith. I'm on social media. And there's more encouragement at the Fuel Your Faith page at AboundingFaith.com. That's where I'm saving these videos. There's now podcast episodes. There's the article from Charisma Magazine, the online version uh, that has tips on helping you to fight your coronavirus fears. They've, that's where the Bible declarations are, the divine declarations. And also there's links to my um, encouraging and inspiring books. You can find them on Amazon, including the Abounding Faith, 30 Bible Heroes Who Will Inspire You to Believe God for the Impossible devotional. This is a perfect time to read about all the Bible heroes and how God saw them through. And if you think about David's life again and how God saw David through every chapter and every season of David's life, God will see you through every chapter and every season of your life. Amen. So there's so many ways that we can stay connected. It's a honor to be able to encourage you during this time and I look forward to better days and brighter days ahead. For now let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you Lord. I thank you that you're all powerful. You're all knowing. You're in control. You're sovereign. Nothing catches you off guard. You never sleep nor slumber and you have not forsaken us. You have not forgotten us. You are with us. You love us. You are working things out for our good and what the enemy means for evil, you will turn for good. I pray for those who are fighting this virus, Lord. I pray that your healing hand would be upon them in the name of Jesus and that you would breathe life and hope into them, Lord. And I pray for those who are on the front lines, Lord. Protect them, give them courage and strength, Father, and visit them, Lord. And for those who are at home, Lord, maybe uh, suffering from cabin fever, Father, or just anxious about what's next, Lord, I pray that you would give them that peace that passes understanding, Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. I pray that they would draw closer to you. If they don't know you as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they would receive you and that you would make your home in their heart, Lord. I thank you, Father, that we can pray, our pray. We can pray and praise our way through this, Lord. 
I thank you that your arm is not too short to save us or to help us, Lord, and that when we call out you, you hear us, Father, and you love us, and you love us with an everlasting love. And I thank you for the price that you paid on the cross as we look ahead to Good Friday and what you did at Calvary, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that we can rejoice every day because you live You didn't stay in the tomb. You're alive and you're seated at the right hand of the Father and making intercession for us. You live to make intercession for us, Father. And I thank you that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, Lord. So we thank you, Father. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you will do. And we ask this all in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Be encouraged, friend. Choose faith over fear. Choose prayer over panic. And choose worship over worry. If this encouraged you, please hit like or leave a comment. Share this with someone else who could use this encouragement. And I look forward to seeing you next time. God bless. You've been listening to the Abounding Faith for Today podcast. For more encouragement on your faith journey, visit AboundingFaith.com and follow Abounding Faith on social media.